0: Hi there, Celeste here, and welcome to I Support That, a podcast for anyone who's sick and tired of running the race that is their everyday lives. This is for people who need to regroup, rethink, and figure out what the heck they're going to do next. I am coming coming to you guys from a very unique location, so hopefully it doesn't get too loud and noisy or else I'm going to have to relocate. But I'm outside in the wilderness, trying to unwind from a very chaotic week. I am uh, still on the road, and I will be on the road for, like I said, the next several weeks. But I wanted to check in and see what you guys are doing. I do have a nice beverage. I am drinking Liquid Death Grim Leafer which is iced tea, agave, and vitamins. I don't like the can art. It's a little dark for me, but um, that's all I have here. So that's what I'm going to be drinking. Um, it's not bad. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of cold tea, but I am severely thirsty. So I am not going to lift, uh, look a gift drink in the mouth. Um, I will go ahead and take a sip and try to describe it for you guys. It's very light. Um, it has, I don't know if it has honey in it, but it does taste like it has some sort of a sweetener in there, I guess it's the agave. Um, it does taste like a like a more of a black tea. It doesn't taste like it has any sort of green tea in it. And there is all that noise I was telling you guys about. Let's see if I can move over a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is, um, it does taste like it has Some black, like black tea, in there, which I like. Um, Green tea is kind of light for my taste, Um, but it is good. I have to admit, and it doesn't have many calories. It's only thirty calories, fifteen milligrams of sodium, seven total, seven grams of carbs, six grams of sugar, um, including six grams of and six grams of added sugar. Okay. no protein, six grams, vitamin B6, uh, six, see vitamin B12. I'm lying. Hang on. Vitamin B6 is 1.7 milligrams. Vitamin B, vitamin B6 is 1.7 milligrams. Vitamin B12 is 2.4 MCGs. And so check them out if you like them. I have had a couple of their seltzer waters, which were really nice, like the mixed berry. I didn't really like the lime one, but the mixed berry and the plain were, were pretty good. So check them out. All right, so I am going to talk about why certain people's nose are not enough. Um, and this is something that has been, has come up kind of recently, and I don't know if you guys have experienced it or not, but we're going to chat about it. So I work in a very male-dominated field, and this has happened to several of um, my female co-workers recently, including myself. So I wanted to see if you guys all experience this as well. Where there's a situation and somebody comes to you, especially if you're in any sort of position of authority, and you say no, or somebody pitches you an idea, and based off of your knowledge and expertise in a field, you say, you know, that we're going to pass. It's not going to work. You give them the reasons why it won't work, and you just say, you know, no thank you. Well, instead of that other party taking your no for an answer, they go all the way around the moon, the stars, and the skies to try to get somebody to move your mountain. And you try to be objective about it and not feel some type of way. But you know that if you were a man... They would not have done that. Your no would have been enough. And I'm going to tell you right now, your no is enough. Your no had a period on it. You, you know, if you were firm in saying what you had to say, it's not your problem that they lack respect. And I hope that you were in a position where your management or your higher ups or the person that they tried to seek out to go around you to move your mountain had enough sense to either redirect them back to you or to stand firm with you. And I really hope they had enough sense to redirect them back to you because it bothers me that people, you know, the, the blow was softer coming from a man. And now, is this the case every time? No. And I'm not talking about when this is not the case. So please keep it moving if if you can't relate to this. This is not for people who have never been in this experience. I am talking to people, I am talking for people who have felt like if they were a man it would have been enough that their, their experience, their expertise in a field, their decision-making would not have been questioned. And that is so freaking annoying. You know, um, somebody's lack or, um, or not even lack of, just some, somebody's, uh, being born with or or obtaining a penis at some point in life has nothing to do with their uh, decision making skills or their expertise or their trustability on any situation. And I'm sick of certain individuals, especially in certain fields, acting like it is. So there was a situation at work where, um, there was a project that needed to be done. And instead of, uh, taking the person, you know, letting the person have their their project and their funding, somebody decided that they were going to try to um, essentially kind of, you know, take over their research project. That didn't go very well. Um, I had no idea that this was happening. And so it made several people look really bad. Um, it made the person who did this look kind of like a snake. It made me look bad because this person is technically under me, and then it undermined the person who was, whose research it was supposed to be because they rightfully earned this research and was awarded this research, and somebody tried to take it from them. And when uh, she asked this person to back down, instead of backing down, this person tried to go around around her, and that's just not okay. You know, no situation is that okay, in so, um, it turned into this very, uh, convoluted kind of, um, cluster of a situation. And what do we do with that? And trying to unknot everything that has been knotted and tangled up. And I decided and, um, worked out that that wouldn't have been an issue. None of that would have been an issue if we were respected um by this individual. No nobody would have tried to go around anybody. Um but because we are both we are both women, uh and happen to be women, and this other individual um has a, a pattern of having issues with women in leadership, it's always an issue. And I am I'm a little sick of it to tell you the truth I mean does it make any sense so having to navigate that especially when you work in such a sometimes we work in very small spaces where you know you can either document things or speak up so how do we know when to speak up you know how do you know when to say something and when not to say something um, especially when you're in those tricky situations where it's just a small group of people and maybe you are the, you know, the new kid on the block and you don't have as much tenure in a place as other people. And you, it doesn't seem like you can kind of, you know, go along to get along and, um, how to navigate some of those spaces. So my advice and how I've been handling it is, um, cause I'm in the same situation is documentation no matter how small it is, and I wish I would have, And well, I wouldn't waste a wish on it, but um, hindsight, if I would have started documenting a lot earlier, I think I would have been and I would be in a better position. But I didn't think that this was going to be a pattern. I didn't think this was going to be an issue. Uh, But now I'm documenting. So writing dates and times and conversations and being very objective about it. You know, um, such and such stated this, the outcome was this, you know, um, behaviors X, Y, and Z, you know, response X, Y, and Z. Um, So that way, you can establish that there is a pattern. Because if you bring one instance to somebody's attention, and you're a small unit or you're a small group, sometimes it makes it look like you're the problem. You are the, you are the newest person, especially being a female. Maybe you are the one who can't get along. This person has been able to get along with all of these other people. And now all of a sudden you're here and there's this big issue that nobody, nobody else can co-sign on. Or maybe no one else has noticed a pattern because they only deal with this individual on a surface level. But if you write down these dates and times and the types of, uh, situations that they have put you in or the type of situations that you have been in, then what you're able to do is when you have that chain of evidence, you can take that to your higher ups and say, look, this is what I'm experiencing and have conversations with them, especially if they're your employee. If they're not your employee, just take it to your manager. Um, but you can have conversations with with your management team and say, "Look, this is what I'm experiencing." So that way, even if they don't, even if they notice, like, oh, "Okay, yeah, that person's done that to me," but that was only one time. It could be an accident. It could be a fluke. When you bring up all of these dates and times and, and everything, now it's an established pattern of either being passive aggressive, of misogynistic behavior, of undermining women, of, you know, just whatever the the um, behavior is that is upsetting the apple cart or, you know, the cohesiveness of the team. Um, the And now if it's your, your employee, the more you can address it, this date, this time addressed it this date, this time, addressed it. If you can get it on the record where you've addressed it as far as an email, that's great. If not, I definitely understand. Just write the conversation you had um, about the behavior and the response. Um, Sometimes if you work in a field where, you know, everybody's kind of out in, you know, out and about, not really in an office setting where they have access to email all the time, Sometimes the best way you can do that is, is via the phone. So I get it. But do the best that you can to make sure that you are, you know, the, the 11th commandment, cover your tail, you know, um, just make sure you're documenting everything that you can. So that way, when you bring it to your management, they know that you mean business, that you have um, a whole long list of behaviors and that you feel some type of way about it. So that way they can address it or um, they can, you know, that person at least know, excuse me, we're going to have to walk away from over there too. (laughs) So that person at least knows once it is again addressed with them that um, you mean business and you're not going to take it. And then that can lead to an action plan. So once that person is on an action plan for behavior, it is easier to have on the record disciplinary action and let themselves walk you know, walk themselves out the door based on their behavior. So um, this is not saying to get people fired that you don't agree with. This this is not to say that men are evil. This is not to say let's pick on, you know, the guys at work and dismantle, you know, um, people that have knowledge or people who don't agree with us as women. I don't agree with any of that. This is to say that you cannot solely have a problem with someone based on them being a woman in a position of leadership you have to have more it's 2023 that crap can't fly you have to have something else in addition to she's a woman and she's in charge anything else how about hey I don't agree with XYZ you know, or times change. Sometimes people are very innovative thinkers. Like I am a very outside the box thinker, you know, and I have a ton of ideas. Some of those ideas are great. Some of them are not so great, but your way can't be the only way, just like my way can't be the only way. And if you are dealing with someone who doesn't have a ego and is willing to be a team player and kind of um, do what's best for the greater good of the team but when they have a a strong idea as to why something you're saying won't work and you just won't listen to them but their idea is based off of recent data, recent accepted research it, and you just don't want to listen, I, I understand that you know it can be a little harder dealing with getting older and having the things that you, the facts and figures that you have in your head and you've had them in your head for forever and you can recall them. And now, you know, some somebody decided to reopen the, that case of research and now that research is outdated and so somebody else has come and, and called a bunch of facts and figures and that conflicts with your facts and figures. And so um, having to deal with that can be embarrassing, especially when you go back and check that your figures are now um, not the status quo and, and not what's widely accepted anymore. However, I think I think there needs to be like a work, a workplace class on um, kind of aging with grace in the professional realm i mean as as crazy as that sounds a lot of people who are um not they, they can't quite retire yet or not ready to retire especially with this economy um but they're not uh in positions of uh, leadership anymore, or maybe they've retired and, and come back, you know, part-time or consultant-wise or, uh, you know, pro bono type work or, you know, whatever type work that they've come back in whatever capacity. I think they need to maybe take some, uh, kind of classes that, that might help them prepare for their new roles, um, and maybe not being, um, not not knocking the knowledge that they have on how to do things but maybe them not being the subject matter expert um, as they once were in that same capacity and what that might look like and you know that is a big deal that can be very overwhelming that can depending on what kind of personality somebody has that can be, Um, a shock to the system and a blow to the ego and I don't want to diminish that and I definitely want to acknowledge that no matter what sex you are that could be very hurtful but that's not the other person's problem and that's something that you have to deal with and so I vote that there are some classes to give people support so that's my two cents on that (laughs) that has uh, that's what I'm dealing with if anybody else has been dealing with that um Or people just kind of not taking your no as being final because of who you are, um, regardless of the situation or position that you're in, and you're sick of it. I'd love to hear about it. I want to thank you all for your support. Thank you all for listening guys. Um, my Insta, uh, the Insta episode has gotten no responses on, uh, official responses, but I've gotten some emails about it. So thank you. Um, you can email me at, at com. I will go ahead and place it in this episode please keep your emails coming. I'd love to hear from you all. Um, Once again, thank you for listening. Please go ahead and like and subscribe um, and tell your friends about the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. All right, I'm Celeste and this has been I Support That. Take care.